there and welcome to Jewels from NZ. But this is not your average Aotearoa or Glitter episodes, oh no. This is August, and as we know, the month of August is for RPG. So welcome back to the RPG A Day Fate of Eisen Takeover episode. Day three's word is tactic. And I think what I'm going to do now is talk about party tactics for the Fate of Eisen crew. Currently, uh, my party consists of uh, me, uh, my character, Marley Kreff, a level 13 half-elf bard who is College of Glamour um, ranger. So she's fifth level ranger and everything else bard. Like that's always been the plan. I just wanted my animal companion and then I was going to go back to bard. <laughs> and uh, she travels with uh, Arcus. Arcus is kind of a homebrewed sort of character, I guess, because Arcus is a cloud demon um, based on a tiefling, actually. Uh, we're using the stats of mostly a tiefling. I still think it should be Genasi. What is that? Genasi, um, as somebody recommended, um, but based on a tiefling. And uh, they are a cleric of the Tempest domain. And we actually have an original starting character back with us at the moment, traveling with us, um, guesting with us for a few episodes anyway. We don't know how long this will be, but it's very exciting to have Josh Kingsford back with the party. And he plays Trisselspoon Durr, a level 13 deep gnome rogue who has gone the thief route. Um, so... I guess, oh, and, and also it, bears, it should be a mention because Banful Watt has been with us for a lot of the campaign. Uh, currently stuck at a level 10 variant human barbarian totem of the bear barbarian. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I've ha I have an interesting party. I mean, I know most parties are interesting, but what it means is, is we have some interesting tactics because... Uh, as a a charming bard, um, you'd think that we would at least have an opportunity to talk our way out of things or, or charm our way out of things, um, but I never really get to use any of my College of Glamour, usually, and I'm, 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 I'm actually a pretty powerful kind of bard at this point, who is like, what am I, like a plus 13 on... Um, persuasion I, I believe and a plus 10 on deception I'm pretty sure that's true I'm trying to remember off the top of my head um so I'm pretty good at this kind of stuff but I just never really get the opportunity because my party's tactics are to hug everything or charge at everything um and it doesn't really leave a lot of time for talking so, Arcus is a cloud demon who tends to hug people straight away, whether they are enemies or allies. Um, and it, it is quite revealing, usually, uh, when they get injured or not, as to what the people are. So I guess it's a good tactic. Um, Banfor used to charge sort of everything. Everything was either to be eaten, 
smoked or hit. Uh, and, and I guess, again, that is pretty revealing when you look at life like that. Um, if you try and hit it and, and, or try and smoke it and it isn't a fan of that, then probably not an ally. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess I, I, I often end up having to sort of respond in the moment in a way that a bard probably wouldn't, um, usually, I guess. Uh, and it has become a bit of a running joke because the way that I have to respond is usually dictated by the group and usually it's combat and orientated. So, um, Marley's frustration with, things never really going easily or always sort of ending up in the middle of a fight that they didn't expect because, you know, somebody hugged or somebody tried to lick somebody, um, is, <laughs> it's, uh, often overwhelms her in a, in a rather physical kind of way. And, and that, that frustration sort of gets cast outwards from her in, um, something that, that people listening to Fate of Eisen would be quite familiar with, uh, the, uh, the thunder wave. The thunder wave has become a running joke. It's also Mali's, um, biggest hit, I guess, in terms of a spell parody song. Um, Mali has, um, parody songs made for all of her spells. Most of them are just a few... Uh, lines, but Thunderwave actually has its own full song, which is kind of fun. Um, and um, it has become a bit of a running joke, and mainly that is because uh, she's never really bothered with Thunderwave because her party have usually annoyed her and main, meant that she has to cast this Thunderwave, so it doesn't really bother her whether her party is standing in front of her or behind her. Um, and, and usually they are capturing the full brunt of the thunder wave along with whoever they tend to be fighting. Um, there was one particular episode, which is fairly memorable where I forgot that we were on the edge of a cliff, uh, when we began the fight and the fight was against a bunch of wolf pups, a lot of them, about a hundred of them. I think I remember the DM saying, well, I mean, who knows what the DM really said now? It was a long time ago. Yes, I could go back and listen to the episode, but frankly, I don't want to listen to this episode ever again because I get reminded about it all the time. Because what what happened, of course, is we saw this flood of wolf puppies charging us, like teeth bed, definitely going to try and eat us. I assume the DM had some kind of plan for how this was going to go down, less of a combat, more of a skills challenge. Shrug, we'll never know, because what I decided to do was a thunder wave. And it was so successful, it swept the entire charging wolf pups off the cliff and raining down on a nearby town at the bottom of the cliff, who now will always remember the day that wolf pups rained from the sky. Um, obviously, wolf pups don't have much HP or a pretty low AC and so I basically killed them all not because of the thunder wave I mean sure the thunder wave didn't help but because of the falling damage that they then copped falling down this entirely high cliff Molly will be forever known as the bard that killed wolf puppies um and, and she doesn't feel good about it and this was just before uh I 
I was getting my wolf companion. Um, we, I think we just leveled or we were about to just level and I was really excited. I'd already been talking to the DM about this, how this is what I wanted. Um, and I didn't mind what animal it was. It was very dictated by him. I'd left that in his hands because, um, I, I didn't want to, I, I, I basically just wanted it to be whatever would be around. Like I didn't want to dictate for some ridiculous animal that we'd have to go find. Like that made no sense to me. So I was like, Oh, you just tell me what I find and I'll try and be friends with it and make it my companion. And of course, what does he do? When this has happened, only like an episode ago, of course he makes my wolf companion or the, 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 the animal that I come across, this lone wolf whose entire litter has disappeared somewhere and he's sure they'll be back, um, but he just doesn't understand where they've gone and he's all alone in the world. And, oh, you know, like talk about both tugging on the heartstrings and being kind of hilarious. Like, it was a good call from his point of view, right? Like, that's funny. That is funny. But, like, Marley, the character, is just, like, heart-wrenched by the fact that she's, you know, she knows she's probably been responsible for the death of his brothers and sisters, which makes her all the more want to take care of this puppy. But is that kind of, like, she's she's only got a wolf companion because the rest of the wolves died? Like, is, is there now a bit of guilt around this 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 friend that she was hoping to make, you know, it's, it's not the, it's not the greatest way to get your companion, but it was the way that Molly got them. Anyway, so if, you know, like that's, that I, I guess that's our group's initial tactics going into pretty much anything. Um, there's a bit of licking, a bit of hugging, a threat of some violence and then I get to step in and try and calm everything down and persuade everybody that we don't need to fight and and that maybe we can talk this out um that's usually how it goes but of course if I can't calm things down well then I guess there's always what happens in the next episode Kia ora and thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover episode. I hope you're enjoying getting to know the fate of Eisen some more. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks for my gems, James, Jason, Barry, Liren, KP, Ezekiel and Joey. And a big thanks to you for listening. We'll be back to NZ and Glitter episodes in September, but August is for RPG. Inohora ka kite ano. Goodbye and see you again soon. Mwah.